Kate, I would like you to do me a favor. If you could tell me you've done something, anything dumb today, this past week, ever in your life, I need to feel better about my decisions over the past couple of days. I'm sure I have, but the brain cancer won't let me remember any right now. <laughs> you have, like, the ultimate fresh, <laughs> clean slate. Like, <coughs> you ever watch uh, 50 First Dates with Adam yes. Sandler? You, you've got that kind of a clean slate where you forget everything the next day so it doesn't actually bother you anymore. Yep. No wonder you're so happy all the time. <laughs> or is that why you drink all the time? Because you're perplexed by your lack of memory of anything ever happening? Both. Okay, fair enough. Um, I don't drink that much anymore, don't I? <laughs> well, I did. Um, um, I'm pretty sure you already heard about the dog shit. Yes. Um, I, Kristen doesn't miss a good opportunity to tell people about me doing dumb shit. And so I guess I have to talk about it now. And if we had had time, we could have made a little dunce cap out of a poster board. And I think we're going to have to work on that for next episode. Um, but anyway, so one of the dogs, uh, I'm, I'm assuming I know exactly which one it is. And I'm going to sell it for the nearest Chinese shop, the Chinese restaurant down the street. And she didn't just shit, she nitro shit. Is what I like to love, leaving low call, I can't fucking talk tonight. What I would lovingly like to call uh, diarrhea. You Be- know, my favorite part is, is you sent that picture in, in the group chat mm-hmm. with no context. Yeah. So Really? Willard, I yes. didn't say what happened? No, you just sent the picture. So Willard goes to me later, he goes, so why was there shit on the wall? <laughs> Who shit on the wall? I said, the dogs. Yeah, I think. And he I- goes, she just put her butt up against the wall and shit and I said no here's what happened I remember him saying that too something about that in the group chat he was like wow I'm like he thinks the dog just lifted her ass and <laughs> shit straight on the wall he totally did <laughs> you gave him no context for that well what ended up actually happening was um she liquid shit on uh clothes that were laying at the end of the hallway and they were clothes that we were ready to get rid of anyway because they were really worn out and I thought I was going to be smart and wrap them all on into each other <laughs> so that the liquid shit stayed contained within the shirt pile bundle. And so I, I wrap it up as best I can, and I pick it up, and the nitro shit comes out leaking <laughs> like someone's taking a piss. Like, it's not a couple drops. Like, I could have dealt with a couple drops. So, being genius like I am, instead of... <laughs> Putting the ball back down, grabbing a trash bag and throwing them in directly. <laughs> I panic that I see the stream of shit falling out of the clothes bundle. And I swing it to try to go downstairs real quick with it. Because my idea was, this has already failed on me. It's already going downhill. So I just need to run it to the trash can now. Because that seemed more reasonable at the time than grabbing the trash bag and bringing it back. So that's why there's shit on the wall, because when I turned real fast out of panic, I thrust shit up against the wall. And You're going to have to make this a TikTok and send it to him for that context, finally. And then after after that, I, um, I carried it down the stairs dripping, because apparently the few extra spots here and there weren't bad enough, so... I made it to the trash can, but as soon as I threw it in there, realizing that I would splattered some on the stairwell and some of them on the <laughs> stairs, uh, I threw it in the trash can, relieved to finally be done with it, except a bunch of it exploded on the side of the stove, too. So <laughs> I had to clean it off of the stove as well. Uh, so, the worst mess I have ever made. 
and, and and this isn't this isn't a, an excuse to bring up Ark, but I was. Oh my Ark. god, here we fucking go. No, again. so like I had spent five hours cleaning the kitchen for Easter. Finally finished. Go upstairs and play an Ark. Something happened, so I rage quit. Went downstairs and I was gonna go make a Lynchburg lemonade, and I put everything in the shaker cup, and I guess I shook it too hard because the spray in it made the shaker cup go. All over my nice clean kitchen. Whee! <laughs> that, it was on the ceiling, that, the fridge, the microwave, the stove. Does that go with your pew pew that we were doing for <laughs> vocal exercises? Yes. Pew pew. Pew pew. Just sitting here watching the uh, audio spikes go on, try to form perfect Christmas trees. I mean, the baby was pretty happy with my ba 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 ba. Well, now you're not retelling really anything. Now you're fucking doing it for your own entertainment on the audiogram. <laughs> I think we're off to a bad start with wasting people's time. We <laughs> yeah, should we probably are. just get straight to it. Yeah, we are. All right, let's go. Gather around, we've got stories to tell. How the human race should be erased from space. We're horrible people and deserve to die. If you don't believe me, then I'll tell you why. We've caused genocides and mass extinction. Humans causing bad pollution. Amazon is burning down. California's on shaky ground. Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon. Gun crime is on the rise. Hypocrisy and evil lies. Leadership is on vacation. God is doing tax evasion. Police increasing jurisdiction overdue for extinction. Welcome back to Overdue for Extinction, the place where things get real weird, real, real fast, real fast. <laughs> Apparently. Woo! It's going to be a bad night. We can't fucking talk and we're off to a really rough start here. Um, but anyway, I'm ready to get some shit going here. You know what we're talking about today? Of course you don't fucking know because you're not me. Because you just put it together. <laughs> I'm Anthony. And I'm Kate. I'm not the procrastinator who puts together our episodes at the last minute. <laughs> but I do create perfection as people keep coming back. Are you sure it's for you? Yes. So. I don't know why you hate me so much. I don't. You're the one that's going to fire me. Well, if you wouldn't earn in the fire, <laughs> I'm sure your boss would agree with me. But look at our fancy new cups that we're going to put our logo on and sell them to people if they happen to want them. We got we to gotta get our fucking um, this merch bitch on top of shit. She's slacking. I got some shirts I'm ready to push out. We also got like the cute little handle. I don't know how how much detail this is catching because apparently we're not using the potato side anymore, but... Yeah, um, <coughs> hopefully it's become clear there's been a quality... Speaking of dumb things that I've done, there's been a quality improvement in the video and that's um, because somebody bullied me on TikTok <coughs> and said, was this filmed on a potato? And I kind of laughed it off and I kind of tr- um, um, responded to the heckle with... Farmer John said it would get the job done. And then it's been kind of sitting with me for the last, like, month about uh, our TikToks looking a little bit on the rougher side when we're shooting with an iPhone. And then it turned out we were using the front-facing camera, which has no special graphics and all that. You know what really hurt me? The nah chat, this ain't it comment on one of them. The what? The nah chat, this ain't it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The person that said nah chat, this ain't it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I saw that. I went to look. What the fuck? Fucking Gen Z trash. 
how rude. Well, speaking of rude, uh, that brings me to the first topic we're going to talk about today. Do you like boats? Depends. On what? What are we talking about? Boats! You know, the floaty things on the water. <laughs> not the bodies, the boats. The wooden vessels. Not I, the fleshy I mean, bits. I enjoy being on a boat, yes. Oh, okay, do you like boats in general? Are you a person that would enjoy going out frequently? Sure. When it's not, what, like 30 fucking degrees out here? Hold up. It's 33. You were close. It feels really fucking cold. It was 28 when I left the house this morning. We ran the space heater. I came down at like 6 a.m., I think it was. No, 5 a.m. I was worried I was going to run into you because I didn't want to throw on clothes real quick before I came down. But I I, <laughs> I uh, ran downstairs because I thought it was really cold when I woke up in the middle of the night. And if I think it's cold, it's probably just fucking hell for everyone. And the hell with one now, which is accurate mythologically. Um, and uh, so I rushed downstairs. And I didn't know if you were out on the couch waiting to get ready to go because I couldn't remember what time you went to work today. But I just kind of reached my arm as far out the doorway as I could get so I didn't have to put my whole body out there and expose this god-tier body. I, um, I had work at 7, but I did notice the heat was on when I got up and came upstairs. Yes, I figured uh, it was at 63 when uh, I, I came down to look. It was a very pleasant surprise. <laughs> well, the reason I wanted to ask if you like boats or not <coughs> is because we're going to talk about them. Um, unlike some of the last times I asked you your opinion on things like werewolves, and then I said, I'm glad that you've given us your opinion, and I'll talk about something completely different from that. Um, I think that was a result of being drunk or high, and then forgetting what we were going to talk about next, and so I'm like, I'm going to lead her into this question, and then she's going to give me an answer, and then we're just going to sail on into the sunset, baby. And then I looked back at my iPad after realizing what I'd asked you, and said, Great, has nothing to do with anything I just asked you. Let's go on to the next thing. <laughs> but boats are it. We're going to talk about boats. Whether you love them or you hate them, um, you can pick which side you're on in this week's One Star Dummies. <laughs> it's a weird topic, but it's, it's legit. Boats and One Star Dummies. Let's find out. Special delivery. A package for me? What's in the box? Oh, it's dumb. This week on One Star Dummies, um, I had trouble finding anything that was really good. I was really searching hard for um, anything like um, uh, pocket pussies to uh, dodos that will also fuck you in the ass. Um, and just every, every wild thing. So good luck when you are navigating Amazon for Christmas lists. But uh, regardless... I found a book, and I don't remember how I came across this book because it's not a book I would have thought to look at, let alone one that would be controversial or problematic. But here we are. Uh, the book is How to Avoid Huge Ships, uh, and it is by Captain John W. Trimmer. What? Captain John how W. Trimmer. How to Avoid Huge Ships. How to Avoid Huge Ships. What are you looking into? You don't trust me? You don't believe this exists? No. Something you said made me want to Google whatever the what what the biggest dildo ever sold was. And apparently it's Moby, a three foot tall super dildo for six hundred dollars on Amazon. Me and Russ covered early on in the uh, episodes um, the Black Destroyer, I think it was called. I've heard about that one. Everyone's heard about that one. It's a legend in the kink community. Um, there's 
one that's like Captain America or something. Like it's a playoff of Captain America. It's a really, really big one. All right. <coughs> well, in any case, so this book seems um, useful for smaller vessels who are out in the ocean and happen to be coming across a large ship, which I assume there are complications to avoiding as they don't turn very well. Um, yeah, already? Five percent <laughs> people are ships. Will it work? Um, yeah, actually. Um, it does? Yeah, sure. Are you avoiding fat people? Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Just avoiding people in general. Well, the uh, description of this book says, You are the owner captain of a luxury 50-foot trawler motoring across the bay with your family and a few friends one balmy summer evening. Off in the distance, beyond the bridge spanning the waterway, you can make out the lights and shape of a container ship moving down the, the channel. Having you, God damn it, we shouldn't be drinking on this one. Have you ever, <coughs> I lost it. Have you ever wondered what action you must take to keep clear of that fast approaching ship? This book will tell you how to do so quickly. Conscientious skippers are wise to read the book and discover if a ship's radar will pick up a small boat at night. It was fascinating to learn what is taking place on the bridge or down in the engine room of one of these leviathans as it heads your way. Because, you know, what you're thinking about is this giant ship is coming at you. Is wonder what's going on down in the pistons firing off to power this ship. Can it be stopped before it hits you? Learn how to protect yourself and your loved ones by reading this book written for the private boat owner and captain. Sounds pretty useful. It doesn't seem controversial. What could possibly be the problem with this? MSU equate people to ships. Well, I have some reviews for you. We're going to find out what's going on in the boating community and what people think about it. Okay. All right. R. McLaughlin says, Five stars, this book could save your life. I'm very much scared of ships. I live over 100 miles inland and at 6,000 feet elevation, but one can never be too careful. <laughs> He's right. One can never be too careful. I mean, if you're living in the super, uh, super village... He's only 100 miles away from water. Yeah, it lives over 100 miles away inland <coughs> and 6,000 feet elevation. But if you live in, like, superhero times, especially in the boys' universe, ships could fall out of the sky. They absolutely could. Or, you know, I was going to say, or, you know, you could start it with Homelander melting a truck. Indeed. In fact, anyone who is a fan of the boys, we have a shirt that I'm trying to get worked out that has a hamster version of Homelander that will say, is your idiot (laughs) brain getting fucked by stupid? So if you love the show... Look out for the shirt. It's coming. We will have one each. Um, Mine will be in pink. <laughs> of course it will. Uh, next review I have here is a four out of five stars. It says, be careful to get the latest edition. I don't want to be negative, but none of the reviews I have read have addressed the fact that there are two editions. You want to make sure you buy the latest edition so that you have the most up-to-date information. Do you think? Do you want to get run over by a huge ship just because you neglected to buy the latest edition? No, I didn't think so. What did he change from edition one to edition two? Maybe he's really old and he went from wooden to metal ships. I don't know. Maybe. I, I think the book was uh, written in 1993, if I remember correctly from looking at the picture. Well, that's not old enough. Well, edition one would have been older. But it wouldn't Do you think there was been... like a 60-year gap? When did Titanic happen? Because fucking... that was when metal ships started. History is like the worst of my subjects. 
Karen would know when Titanic started. She can just answer the question, or not when Titanic started, but when Titanic was. She can answer the question with one of her editor comments. When Titanic started? So sorry, you listeners. You'll have to watch for the answer. All right, well, we have a couple of negative reviews. What if we did surprise things? And if you actually watch us and catch an editor's comment, you get a surprise. But then we we have to rely on her to put in editor's comments. Because I've watched a few episodes and she doesn't put them in. Maybe she doesn't have any comments about those. I feel like she's got a lot of comments. She just tells them to her faces. I meant the funny ones, not the bad ones we hear. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Alright, well, here's some people who didn't love the book. Um... (coughs) Oh, Captain Awesome Face left a one-star review saying, Incentive and wrong. As a plus-size ship going through puberty, I thought this book would address some of my concerns about growing up to be, for lack of a better word, huge. This is, there is a serious hugeness epidemic among ships these days, and we're now seeing cases of juvenile hugeness that we've never seen before. What's causing it? And better yet, how can we avoid becoming huge ships ourselves? My parents are both huge ships, so I was worried that it might be hereditary. <laughs> Feeling awkward, insecure, and growing awareness of my hull that we all feel during adolescence, I came upon this book in my search for answers. My hope that this book could shed some light on these feelings and the hugeness epidemic were quickly dashed on the rocks when I found out this book cast huge ships as some kind of menace to otherwise placid waters. I was heartbroken to think of my parents as the kind of pariahs to be steered <coughs> clear of that. Um, to be steered clear of that, this book makes of all huge ships. They are the most loving and gentle ships on the water, and they have always raised me to be kind and accepting. And instead of motoring away in fear of huge ships, maybe you should get to know some. And you know what? If I do grow up to be a huge ship, I'll still love myself for who I am, regardless of you, uh, of who you all think I should be. Can you just imagine being in a little dinghy, and you just row up to a huge cruise ship, and you're like, "Hi." Do you have to pet it? Can we be friends? Is it like, yeah, with the oar. You, have to pet you reach it with out the with oar? the oar. <laughs> you just like stroke its side. Can we be friends? How are you? Generally, if you approach something stroking it, chances <coughs> are in your favor that it will be your friend. I, I don't know what cruise ships like. I've never been on one. Well, if you get a chance to paddle a dinghy next to one, <laughs> you can pet it from your dinghy. No, no, no. I'm going to take the Captain Jack Sparrow approach and put it on my head and walk along the bottom of the ocean. Just Fuck make, ships. Just make sure. That thing's going to fucking destroy you, then you're going to be real trouble. Not if you're all the way at the bottom of the ocean. You're going to get killed by the pressure down there before anything else. Like, you know, that's not... <laughs> what is happening? The Titanic sub and how it... Oh, you're talking about the... Yeah, the, the because of the pressure. The Ocean Gate Titan. Yeah. Because the pressure made it implode. I didn't know what was happening when you went under. I thought you were, like, going to throw was, up, was, so you were like... No, I was hiding because I made a god-awful joke, and I feel like it's way too soon for that one. It's fine. It's fine. Millionaires die not too often. <clears throat> not often enough sometimes. They can leave their money to the rest of the world. I'm sure the wife got it. The one dude. She sent her son, her 19-year-old son, and her husband. She fucking knew what she was getting. So, um, people are saying that this is a little bit fat-shaming, this book is. Because instead of getting to to know them, what do you want? 
I need to go back and skim through the beginning. Oh, good luck skimming. It's a bit of a paragraph. Why do we have, like, a 13-year-old leaving a review, though? Is there an age restriction for boats on Amazon? Well, that's why it's about people and fat shaming is because it's a 13-year-old. Where did you I, see a 13-year-old? I, I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'd say 13 to 15 because, you know, the very beginning, going through puberty. Uh, if he was 15, he would for sure not be leaving this review. <coughs> he would have found a sock in an appropriate site to accompany him. So, you agree that it's a 13-year-old who just started his puberty and is very self-conscious about their size? Sure. You know what I was self-conscious about at 13? My acne on my face. I had a lot of acne growing up. I still have a lot of acne, I, and I'm still very self-conscious about it. I get it occasionally, too, but I had acne in high school, and I can't remember which kids it were, but somebody uh, used to call me pizza face in uh, eighth grade. I've never had it that bad, but like my forehead can get really bad, and my chin can get really bad. Like, I have one right here. I actually have one growing in right under my nose right now, and it has been hurting me all day. All day. Like, I will go talk to a customer, and it's just like, bruise, 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 and I'm like, fuck you, bitch. What is happening right now? <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> it's what we promise the people, is it not? Do we promise them, or do we warn them? I think we promised them chaos every time we would sit down to record an episode with our shiny new cups that you can hopefully find on sale soon. Why are you Anna Whiting? Anna Whiting? Who's Anna White? <laughs> I don't know. Vanna Whiting this shit. We don't even have anything on them yet. Not yet, because I just bought these. What color do we want our logo in? Probably black. Why not? What are you doing? <laughs> don't, don't, don't ask. You, I don't know. You have severe shiny objects in them. <laughs> I do. I am severely convinced at this point in my life that I do have ADHD. Let's keep going before it loses you. Stephen King wrote... Surely not the Stephen King. But he says Racism. I don't know, man. Stephen King has reviewed a lot of books. Maybe he read this one, then. <coughs> the good Stephen King should pay attention to us. It and is... we shall praise him. Do we tag him in the TikToks, then? Yes. Okay, we'll tag him in TikTok. Oh, my God. I, Dude, I was obsessed with him when I was in third grade. That's when it started. And he is just the king of horror. The, the amount of books he writes in here. Specifically, he's the Stephen King. Well, this Stephen King said, we fucking... <laughs> Bowing down to the king that is Stephen. <laughs> He's never going to see this. Well, one can bow down anyways. Anyway, he says, it is astonishing to me that in this day and age, someone could publish something so baldly racist without getting so much as a critical word. I think he meant blatantly, not baldly. Without so much as getting a critical word about it on Amazon. Bald, not bold? Yeah, bald. B-A-L-D-L-Y. Stephen King's slipping. That is not the all... That is not the god, Stephen King. Uh, that is an imposter! Really? What <laughs> made you think <laughs> that? Imposter! What, what made you believe that somebody... That our, our Stephen King author <coughs> would review a book about avoiding huge ships made in 1993? Okay. 
You know him and his wife give scholarships to the school in his hometown? I believe that. He said, you'd know... I can't fucking focus anymore. <laughs> you'd know just from reading the subtle, I've never met a ship I liked, that's what a bigot Captain Trimmer is. But to read it is to be truly appalled. At first, Captain Trimmer attempts to conceal his bigotry against huge ships by using scientific <coughs> language and vague generalities. But by Chapter 3, Never Let Your Daughter Date a Huge Ship, the wheels come off. Not only does one oppose inner boat class marriage, but he argues that huge ships should just go back to Europe where they came from. Then in Chapter 4, Roving Gangs of Huge Ships Will Eat Your Children, he actively endorses legal harbor segregation, or as he calls it, harpartheid. That's a pretty good one. So wait, is it about boats or is it about people? Because the first, the the first one star review, I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, a kid taking this. It's about boats. Or is it about people. Okay, okay. I would like you to know that the point of this segment is to not take any of these reviews seriously. <laughs> well, it just goes back to my joke at the beginning. Can I? Treat people as ships and read it to avoid people. Except maybe Lucy. She um, she's a good one to take seriously. Only if you're wearing your wedding ring and you have a dick. Indeed, indeed. Jean Bean, one star reviewed this and said this book is completely insensitive. First of all, the ships are not huge; they are plus sized. They got this way through no fault of their own. It cannot be helped the way they are built. Their size was destined from the beginning. They were born this way. Second, a how-to on avoidance, really? Think of the social ramifications of this. Being left out, what's next, their own segregated docks? While you may not be... Now, while you may not deem it acceptable, (laughs) I will have you know, Mr. Trimmer, that some of my very best friends are plus-size, water navigation transporters. They have been struggling to be accepted for who they are, not who society wants them to be. Believe me when I tell you that the Snickers and Whispers are heard. I thought there's more Snickers candy bars at first. <laughs> what are you doing? That's your fault. How is it my fault? Because you made me laugh as I was about to cough. I thought there were Snickers involved. I was excited. <laughs> I also am a plus size chip. Shize. <laughs> Welcome to the chaos. Uh, I have depth perception issues. Did you know that? Did you? Did I know that? Yeah. <laughs> um, the never-ending jokes about ballast caused great con- consternation within the community. Mr. Trimmer, you should be ashamed. An Amazon, a pox on you for carrying and marketing such hate. A pox on you. I mean, there's an insult we should bring back to people. A pox on you! Dishonor on you! And your family. What about my cow? Yeah. You were afraid of the whole cow thing? Dishonor I got brain you, cancer. Dishonor on you, your family, dishonor on your cow? I got brain cancer, right. okay? Quote Mulan and I'll do it all the way. I got brain cancer and I'm fucked up, bro! <laughs> fucked up, bro! <laughs> we're only in the first segment still. The people should buy us a nice heated space for our set because I can't handle this. Well, we got two more patrons that we got to thank for this episode. I'll start up my OnlyFans right now if someone wants to freaking buy us a warm set. Your nipples will be hard enough for the photo shoot. <laughs> I told Karen and I told you guys, I'll pay the bills, but we ain't talking about it. 
All right, next review. Hillary Dina says, why can't they just avoid me? This might work out better for you in your, uh, your way of thinking. This book is crap. It was written by some lazy sea captain who wants the entire world to watch out for him and his big ego and all of his importance instead of him watching out for us. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of having to always look over my shoulder for huge ships so they don't hit me. Why can't sea captains take responsibility and watch where they're going? Since when do lie since when do we live in a sea captain centric world? I thought the world revolved around the sun. This book is a great companion to the book How to Avoid Falling Anvils Using a Tiny Umbrella. Does that exist? I don't know. You would have to look it up. I'm about to. I bet you are. You would like to just trail off on your own little pathway, just leaving the rest of us behind here as we sit here and wait for you. How to Avoid Falling Anvils Using a Tiny Umbrella. No, I need to go to bed. Um, the first thing is a Reddit about our Minecraft. Second one is crisis management weaknesses, an umbrella in a manhole. The third is tiny umbrellas make people feel better and other life lessons from no- Looney Tunes. I feel like none of that is important or relevant to what we're doing here today. No. All right. Ready to move on then? Yeah. <laughs> I so, just needed that satisfied right then and there. So there you go. Uh, people are upset about this book about how to avoid huge ships. Apparently is racist and bigoted. What do you think? Which side do you stand on? I just want someone to tell me how to avoid people. And that includes working my full-time job. So you, you don't care one way or the other about the boat community and whether this book is racist or bigoted? You just want to learn how to avoid people? Yes. Well, the good news is I think we're doing it with this podcast. <laughs> I think people are going to see this coming a mile away and fucking walk anywhere else, including (laughs) off a cliff. Oh, God. I dread the times and the days where they find out that I'm doing this at my new job. This week's Newsworthy Neanderthals. We do have a Newsworthy Neanderthal this week. We do. And it's about people who are terrible. might exist. We're terrible. Might expect because of what we talked about in the show. Um, This, uh, I thought, would have happened in Florida. But it apparently happened in South Carolina. Close enough. Close enough, indeed. They're they're borderline the same thing. Yeah. So, you ready to jump in this week and find out what horrible thing people did this week? Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go! Whoa, whoa, ah, breaking news. This just in. Everyone, big dumb. The headline is, Rogue Daycare Workers Busted for Allegedly Running a Child Fight Ring. Okay, but like how many stories are in the news from across the country about daycare workers and the shit that they've done that is wrong? I'm been... Why do they think it's okay that they can run a child fight ring? What the oh, fuck? I thought they got you toddlers were toddlers and they like I thought you were on the side of uh daycares that do wrong things cuz you were like defending them about <laughs> the news covering all these bullshit stories. No, but like you I'm I'm, I'm uh, like you know the home daycares that get shut down because of inappropriate shit and wrong shit and everything Uh like why do they think it's okay to run a child fight ring and i really want to know is it just toddlers like (laughs) well the tagline is police said south carolina daycare teacher serena caldwell 56 and erica jones 27 encouraged 14 three and four year olds to fight one another 56 and 27 Mm -hmm. and they were encouraging uh, (coughs) 14 three and four year olds 
It was a full on. They're fight not even club. like they're not even like fighting though. They're just like you know how Millie and Ollie just. I don't know. I've I've seen them rip things away and throw the other one down. <laughs> so it can get pretty brutal. Or when she grabs his hand and squeezes it because she picked up her tablet and yeah. she doesn't want to talk about it. Stuff like that because she's an angel. So, uh, two she's South a middle child. two South Carolina daycare teachers face multiple charges for allegedly directing three and four year olds in their care to fight each other and allowing the violence to proceed without correction. Police said. Kids unlimited of pros- kids unlimited of prosperity. That sounds like a stupid. I ass thought name. you were gonna say prostitution, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> the, 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 the news the, didn't the, care that they were fucking being whored out, but when you have them fight each other, it's problematic. Uh, that was my thing. Is like, where was the fuck of the prostitution in the title? It was fucking Fight Club. <laughs> toddler Fight Club. It was Toddler Fight Club. So, <coughs> Kids Unlimited Prosperity Daycare employees Erica Jones, 27, and Serena Caldwell, 56, turned themselves into authorities on Thursday after warrants were issued for their arrest per the Newberry County Sheriff's Office. Both are charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor and unlawful conduct to, ch- to a child. I almost said a child. According to the department's Friday press release, Jones faces 14 counts of each charge while Caldwell faces 15 Where's the 15th one at? There are 14 kids. Where do you get the 15th charge? Did she have a kid of her own? Do you think one of them died? Which one's Caldwell? Is she the younger or the older one? Caldwell is the older. Jones is the younger. (coughs) What if she was watching a grandkid? What What if Jones was her kid? What if Jones was a kid and she was also going around punching three and four year olds? But like she's twenty seven, so something would have happened had to have happened years ago. Because I also thought about that, but it would have happened had to happen years ago. If my my tongue and speak had to happen correctly. I don't know. I feel like hitting three and four year olds every time I'm home. <laughs> I love my children dearly. I do. It's four and two. But that little fucker fucking runs her mouth. It's like bam. As the daycare owner, John David Dawkins, wrote in a statement provided to local outlet WSTV that Jones and Caldwell were immediately terminated after staff reported their behavior and security footage was viewed. You think they were doing this for pleasure or so for wait, bets? it wasn't an at-home? No, no, it wasn't at home. It was an actual, do- actual daycare center. It was the, uh, the one that I couldn't read very well. Um, the Kids Unlimited of Prosperity. So you think they were taking bets and like getting their friends in on it, or do you think it was like just purely <laughs> for entertainment to watch three and four year olds beat the shit out of each other? Because sometimes when Oliver and, and uh, Amelia go at it together, I just kind of sit there and wait a little bit before I start trying to referee anything. I'm just like, let's let's see how this goes. I think they honestly like dog fighting or cat fighting or anyway. <laughs> Back to the child fighting. Did you think that it was for bets or for just pleasure viewing? I feel like they definitely had bets going. I wonder if it tells us. I didn't read this article ahead of time. I found the article and I was like, we're definitely talking about the child fighting ring. <laughs> so the facility immediately notified the South Carolina Department of Social Services and the Newberry County Sheriff's Department. Sheriff Lee Foster told WLTX the daycare had cooperated fully in their subsequent investigation. 
excuse me. Investigating deputies discover the two women instructed children to shove, pull, and hit each other per the outlet. Foster told W. Shove, pull, hit. What what you just did was a soft scratch. That wasn't a shove. <laughs> shove, pull, hit. Shove him away to stun him. Pull him back in so you can smack the shit out of him. I don't think that was what the demonstration was. I think it was just multiple techniques that you could use during the fight. You know, I feel like that would be a really knockout combo with a toddler. I Shove, just stun him. Pull him back and just... Until I don't think we're going to let you watch our children anymore. <laughs> children i would never do that i love my children and i would do that <laughs> you love your children and you also let me blow water through a pool noodle at your daughter i sure did foster told wltx that the behavior started out with caldwell and jones saying the teacher had promoted other students or other clients of the daycare to use violence to try to punish a child or make another child complain um, I have no idea what the two daycare workers were thinking of. That was just abhorrent behavior. Foster continued. I can't just. I shouldn't have drank for this episode. Screen I told is, you. Screen is starting to blur. I told you. If you drank, it was on you. You drank a beer and some poor loco. <laughs> Cody. Not your asshole, Cody. My, my good friend, asshole Cody. You could. He asked me, because uh, he heard me drinking milk um, Friday night when I was playing video games. He heard you drinking milk. Yeah, That's nasty. Because apparently I was drinking pretty uh, heartily. What are you doing? I'm taking over. You're taking over? Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Um, I mean, I'm fine. Whatever. Um, Cody Cody said, what are you drinking? I could hear you gulping. And I said, oh, I'm drinking milk. I'm eating, with my, I'm eating peanut butter sandwiches and drinking milk with it. And he's like... You'll drink milk on a Friday night, but on Tuesdays for loco. <laughs> yes, Cody. Yes, it is. I, I said I don't make good decisions around here. Tonight's not Tuesday though; it's Sunday. And I was originally supposed to work tomorrow, which I'd probably go in the hangover with. But now I will go in with a hanger. Fucking lucky bitch, you build up personal days when you work so much PTO. So you're going to take over reading because you believe that I have issues with reading now. Yeah, you said the screen was blurring. How's your fucking vision going? Fine, I can read a total of 14 children were involved, Foster said. Per WLTX, they were between 3 and 4 years old. Although none had serious physical injuries, Foster said, it remains unseen how much emotional or psychological damage could have been caused by this. A parent of one of the victims, who WLXT, WLTX didn't... I have... Karen has dyslexia, who knows? I might too. <laughs> WLTX did not name, testified that their child was told to hit another child and told to do it again. Foster told WIS-TV that the two women were rogue employees and that the department does not believe the daycare was complicit in their behavior. I like that it calls them rogue employees as if 
they weren't originally employees, <laughs> but they showed up and started working, and they're like, eh, we're short-staffed anyway. We could just hire these two who <laughs> went rogue and fucking started a child ring fighting. I take it as, like, you know... They they were hired on. They were like, hee hee hee, you know, like I do. When I go to an interview, when I fool the fuck out of people. When you make them think you don't do this shit on the side? <clears throat> a parent of one of the victims told the outlet that she didn't believe that the problem was systematic. No, systemic. And said that she hated that these two women kind of tarnished the name of this daycare. But at the same time, I'm glad it was caught and they will have to serve justice. But at the end of the day, there's no real justice because how do you remove that from a child's head, the woman asked. You've altered their life. I'd like to think that you could alter that from their head by beating it in a few times. And then they don't have that memory anymore because they have brain cancer like you. I was say, there's plenty of ways. Three and four, there's plenty of ways to, like... My uh. first memory, yes, I was three... The brain but, cancer didn't take it all. No, because it was holding Karen in that ugly-ass chair. But then I don't remember anything after that for, but, like, quite some time. And but, I, I Before she farted in your mouth. Exactly. <clears throat> One day, we're just going to keep mentioning it until it eventually slips past her. <laughs> so, but that is it. Good job. You read it a little bit with a little bit of dyslexia going on. A little bit. You'll notice there's no final up, no final segment. I see that, so I can't take over for you. Right. So what are you gonna do for the last segment? Here you go, sir. Would you like a worst of humanity, or would you like a uh, uh, would you date me? We did a worst of humanity last week. Let's do a would you date me? All right. Do you have any final thoughts on the child trafficking, I mean, child fighting? The child trafficking's another problem entirely. They didn't get that far. I wonder if they made any money from it or if it was just, like, personal pleasure because, like... I don't know. You, you read know, the... You as an adult cannot hit a minor, so... You read the, the article. I didn't get a chance to, so you have to tell me if it was for pleasure or money. Did you not pay attention to anything I said? No. I mean, I did a little bit. That's why I was laughing at your misreadings. <laughs> well, that's not TikTok friendly. You're not TikTok friendly. I'm certainly not. I'm honestly <laughs> surprised they okay. I can't remember whether one video that they first disallowed, but I don't know. Um, I'm surprised it got re, uh, re, reposted. I don't think TikTok likes us. So we were going to do um, a Would You Date Me segment, but f- this is the second time that this set of people have gotten ignored by us because the first time we started talking about our own dating experiences <laughs> that were nightmares. And then by the time we got to the end of that, I was like, we pretty well covered the episode, I think, or the uh, segment. I think we're good to go on uh, the rest of this. So instead of doing them again, we're going to ignore them for a, a second time. <laughs> and we're going to do a part two of last week's Worst of Humanity. You ready? That is exciting. Okay, cool. We've never done a part two. We've not. So for those of you who watched last... For those of you who last... last Watch last week's episode. Watch last week's episode. Four Loco is a motherfucker. For those of you who watched last week's episode, we uh, did a Worst of Humanity segment. Uh, no, it was social media, wasn't it? Because it was a good thing. 
I think it was a social, social media, media saviors because I had the brilliant comment that nobody liked because they ignored me. Yes. Okay. So we have a follow-up to that guy who got tattooed all over his body and got the Grim Reaper with Max's father tattooed on him. Uh, so we're going to find out what uh, uh, what happened in this week's uh, part two special edition of Worst Social Media Saviors. Worst Social Media Saviors? Are I keep going to Worst of Humanity, but it's not. It's Social Media Saviors. Brothers and sisters, we gather here today to celebrate and give witness before the... Sister Kate, why are you involved in your cellular device more than giving praise this morning? Sorry, Father, it's just that Teresa is being a real bitch. Sister Kate, we do not use that kind of language in a house of the Lord. What kind of grievous trespass has Sister Teresa inflicted upon you? It's all over her page. Go look at her last post. Now, it is important to remember not to judge others, for it is not our duty to do so, but to love one another even in... Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Congregation, open your devices to Facebook, Chapter Sister Teresa, Post 1. Now, let us gather together and rain some unholy hell upon this wench. Amen? Amen! So last week, in case you didn't watch the episode, we did a um, social media savers where a young man who's tattooed from head to toe um, gets nasty comments on people on uh, his TikToks about tattoos that he has. And he received one saying, I think it was, this guy's in recovery. Hopefully he does the world a favor and lapses and kills himself. So he got a tattoo of... That guy's father, who passed away from, I don't know what it was. Do you remember? Was it anything in particular? He passed away from some terminal illness. and uh, he was old. It, can, it wasn't natural causes, Kate. No, but he had a terminal illness because he was cold. And the picture is literally of Max's dad with, like, an oxygen tube over his ears and everything. And then the Grim Reaper just... Why did you demonstrate a picture? <laughs> in case people didn't watch last week. They can go back to last week and watch. It's the third episode, uh, the third segment again, guys. So just do us a favor and watch the whole episode. <laughs> Shameless plug. All right. So we got an update on uh, so bad. what yes. happened when uh, this guy, um, uh, Modern Day Angel, I think his name is. Yeah, he goes by Modern Day Angel. When his uh, his video got uh, reported and his account got banned, and he's got a response for our dear Maxwell, if you're ready to find out what it was. Yes. Okay. Let's find out. <coughs> so Max made a comment on my video where he said that he hopes I relapse because I'm in recovery. I found this post on his Facebook, and then I got this tattoo. It blew up. Max got my account deleted. And he's supposedly suing me and demanding an apology. So this is an apology video. So I'm here to apologize to Max and his father. Time to dig out and dig in. Yes! I hear the bones are the best part. I take you to the candy shop. I let you... <laughs> 
Damn! Max deserved it, though. <laughs> so that's the update I've got. I've never dug through the comments of that that one. So we'll call it a, a follow-up segment to that one. I think we've given the people enough drunken energy today <laughs> that they don't need a full-on third segment because they just want to go home That was point. an interesting seg- an interesting update, we, though. Like, hot damn. We, I was going to do it in the cold open, but I wanted to talk about my shit capade. And Cody wants to play Baldur's Gate, so we got to wrap this thing up. Is he blowing you up? Not recently, but he I say, what a needy bitch. I said I was waiting for... So waiting for for uh, Kate to come out so we get started, and he's like, "Why is the holdup?" It's usually Cody's that are needy bitches. That uh, they certainly are. So uh, we're gonna call that a segment, just to follow up, just on things that are going on with modern day Angel and Max and their ever going dispute. <laughs> Fucking Cody went to his father's grave and licked it. That's fucked up. What would you do? I mean, obviously, you have no love of certain people in the family. But somebody... You can go ahead and name them. So some people you do love, though. But that, that's the matter. Because it wouldn't, you wouldn't care. You would be all in fits and laughs if somebody licked his father. His phone, his phone, blah, blah, blah. You're talking about one of the people who told dead grandma jokes the day of the grandmother's passing. And sat and drank and played cards against humanity. That sounds right. But let's say with somebody that you actually like. If somebody that you liked, and then you commented on this dude's post, and he tracked down your father's tombstone, and I then licked it. I wouldn't be on social media at that point, though, bro. Like You would delete your shit? I wouldn't delete my shit. I'd just disappear from the face of the earth. I don't think you can come back from having an account. I think you have to delete all social media presence and never show your face again. Because that's just going to go viral and people in his hometown are going to find out about it and then they're going to talk about it to him for a while. Yep. 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 I'm glad you agree. You ready, yep. You ready to get out of here? Yep. So you can go pee? I actually did. How do you know? You've told me like five times <laughs> that you have to pee. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> So let's hurry up so you can go off like Piggle said and piss in the bushes. I'm not going to piss in the bushes. I'm going to make it to the bathroom because it's warmer inside. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. We're going to wrap up here so Kate can go pee in the bushes or the not bushes or whatever she's pissing in. I apologize. We we drank a little bit heavily before we started. It's been a real fucking shit show of a week. So uh, we got a little bit of a bonus uh, drinking episode for this one. So sorry or you're welcome, whichever happens to align with your soul on this one. So if you like what you see, you can find more of our content at www.overdueforextinction.com. It's where we keep kind of like a blog post um, journal thing going on. If we have any updates like that, uh, just a couple weeks ago, we did wrap uh, the, what are you doing, Kate? What <laughs> are you doing? Listening to you talk and processing your words. <laughs> That's helping just. Yes. Yes. Anyway, you can follow us there. Um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we finished our 24-hour uh, gaming event for charity in which we raised money <coughs> for Extra Life Charity. Which it was, was a week and a half ago. Oh my god, you're unbearable. <laughs> it was specifically for the Children's Miracle Network. We played for the, um, the Akron Children's Hospital specifically. Kate didn't play more than five minutes of Baldur's Gate before she dipped on us. 
Cause she had to go to the vape store. I had shit to do. I'm sorry. It we just fell on the day. Children to save, and you abandoned them to go to the vape you store. You saved the children. It's fine. <laughs> uh, we do still have it available to donate to if you want to donate to the children. You can go to the Facebook group, um, Overdue for Extinction, where you can find the link for the fundraiser and still donate all of them to uh, <laughs> December 31st. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. We have a couple new patrons to thank this episode. Uh, thank you to Cody and to Angel for donating uh, or joining our Patreon. Cody uh, joined? Cody did join. I didn't tell you that. You didn't tell me that. Well, thank you, Cody. Yeah, we got two of them. Uh, I'm sorry this episode got pushed off so long so you could, couldn't play Baldur's Gate soon enough, but... Thank you. Uh, Cody and Andrew were the first to exceed our normal $3 monthly tier of just getting access to the, the uh, You did content. tell me about Angel, and Angel, I'm very excited about that. Angel joined our $10 tier in which we give kind of a nobody has ever heard of us or seen their faces cameo because <laughs> we're still really new to the podcast game. But we'll send a video of your message choice to somebody that you love or hate or somewhere in between. If you want to tell them to go fuck themselves or that you would happily go fuck them, we'll let them know for you um and cody also joined past that to the, the real mvp tier twenty dollars so he's oh, getting the monthly message which i don't know if he'll utilize yet and a monthly shirt every month good which is shit. how a monthly shirt typically works what a good friend month. what a good friend what a good friend we haven't forgot you brian and faith and faith she's still subscribed even though i told her to get off of it but she did the whole she donated i know yeah i told her that if she donated she got the free year of patreon and she still subscribed anyway so wait we got her money twice (laughs) we didn't get her money twice the the charity money went to the charity we didn't get any of that but still regardless faith you are a boo-boo a boo-boo? A boo-boo! Like she's a great friend of ours, or like she's a mistaken existence? <laughs> she's a great friend of ours. Well, you okay, called her a boo-boo. boo-boo. So I wasn't That's sure which way you were That's what I call going. people occasionally that I like. Okay, boo-boo. So thank you to our new patrons. I hope you're enjoying the content as well as the bonus content you're going to get as well. Um, and even though this turned out to be really a drunk episode in <laughs> itself, that's normally what the bonus content is saved for. So if you join our Patreon... I'll be drunker. If you join our Patreon... <laughs> I will remember that those episodes. Floor. I will remember those episodes. I'll remember this one. If you end up on the floor like Kate... Uh, for $3 a month, you can join and get our access. Uh, once a month, that is a bonus episode, uh, which we still do the five segments, so they're still a little bit lengthy. Um, but Lengthy and bullshitty. Lengthy and bullshitty. There'll be a lot of drinking. Kate will mention Ark and her ex-boyfriend <laughs> at least once uh, each. Um, and then we'll, I don't know, Karen kind of allowed this shit out, so good for her for being a good editor. Um, but, uh, but, 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 I think that's it. Join us on our social medias, like and follow the TikToks, share them with your friends, share the podcast with your friends, that's the only way we're going to grow. And, uh, I think that's about it. So, Kate, moment of, of, uh, spotlight. I'm just going to straight, speak straight truth right, right now. Let's hear your words of Do wisdom. Do not wake week. up at 6 a.m., to work a 10-hour shift, not have your car start, to be picked up to get home a whole freaking hour later, to make dinner, to then get drunk to film an episode. Don't do that. 
I feel like that was extremely specific <laughs> and not really applicable to anybody outside don't, of you. Don't work a 10-hour shift, get home 13 hours after you wake up, and then expect to be productive. It's, it's not going to happen. Just go home and sleep. How about just because a pineapple is rich doesn't mean you have to shove it up your ass? Sure. <laughs> Don't shove gerbils up your ass. Oh, Did you gosh. know that's illegal in California? There we go. Richard <laughs> Gere again. Oh, my God. Okay. He told you where you can follow us and whatnot. He's going to have... He's saying... What? He's going to say his thing that I can't even remember, and then I'm going to reply that that's still asking too much because it is. You don't remember... Oh, God, the key. <laughs> There's a hole in my pocket. Look at it. I'm fingering it. <laughs> at least something around here let me finger it. Anyway, thank you again for tuning in. Sorry this episode was a mess. You give us your time. This is what we do to reward you for it. So, most importantly, stay safe and stay smart, dummies. And it's still asking too much. I told you. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Overdue for extinction.